Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event. Looking for a casual baseball podcast to listen to? Well, Baseball with the Bard, presented by Clovercrest Media, has just what you're looking for. Tyler Bard and Noah Cross cover a wide range of happenings in the MLB and then dive into a deep focus on the Red Sox and Yankees. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for your weekly dose of Baseball with the Bard. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Men, the Giants football podcast. And let's address the Giants right now. And boy, oh boy, tough, tough loss. But the Giants are still in the playoff hunt. I, I said it when I made that bold prediction that the Giants were going to win five of their next nine. This was going to be the game that they were going to win. This was going to be the last one. And get them in at 6-10. and 10. I've been saying it since before the bye week. The Giants will get in 6-10. and 10, The worst record for a team ever to make the playoffs. But let's bring in the rest of the crew and discuss this last game. Um, what's going on, Joe, Sean, Zay? Now, Joe, what did you think of that last performance from the Giants? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Look, sure. I, I said I wasn't sure how they were going to fix the disaster of an offensive line. And while it definitely played better, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't nearly good enough. Again, I talk about time of possession, how important it is for these guys to be able to stay on the field and drive the football so that the, the, uh, the defense isn't on the field for 37 minutes. And again, you had that happen. You you look at you could put the eighty five Bears on the football field and have somebody run seventy four plays against them. They're going to give up a touchdown or two. It's inevitable. Doesn't matter how good you are. And to me, that's the biggest problem. I said the Giants had to take two out of three from Cleveland, Seattle, and Baltimore. They did not, and find themselves in the precarious situation now where they have to beat the Cowboys. I mean, it, this this isn't what you want at all. Um, you know, the, the defense, I don't know what's been going on the last couple of weeks, just sort of sitting back and getting picked apart, no sacks, no tackles for losses, no passes defended against the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, come on, you know, six sacks, they gave up. They, they didn't get to, they didn't get to Jackson. They weren't able to really apply too much pressure and they weren't able to get anything going. Nice to see Sterling Shepard had a good game, but this, this was just Again, when when you're looking at the Giants and you're thinking if this team makes the postseason, can they do any damage? And right now, I would say this is a one-and-done kind of team. I find that vastly disappointing. I'm not really sure that uh, in this past week that they've 
figured out and settled what's going on with the offensive line. Ian Fleming should be out of the NFL. I don't know why that why he ever even sees the football field. He's terrible. He, he just a terrible football player. Dallas didn't want him as a backup. Why would you think he should be on, in your starting lineup or in your? It, it just it, it blows my mind. Cameron Fleming, not Ian Fleming. You're right. He is a, a monstrosity. But Ian Fleming wrote James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a mystery either way. Uh, Sean, what do you think of – I, I know the protection was rough, but how comfortable do you feel with Daniel Jones going in to this uh, game? I actually feel pretty comfortable with Daniel Jones. Um, obviously, it was an embarrassing game to watch. I, I think the Ravens imposed their will on, on both sides of the ball, but I actually thought it was one of Daniel Jones' better games of his season, uh, con- considering the circumstances of you know how bad the O-line was playing, just not really getting separation against the Ravens' secondary. But uh, like you said, another terrible game from the O-line. Um, pass protection has to be better. And uh, this was one of the few games where I actually thought the, the run blocking wasn't there either. We weren't getting movement uh, against the Ravens' D-line. So that was really disappointing. And then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, the D-line got absolutely dominated all day long. I haven't seen our D-line get pushed around like this um, really all year. Uh, there was absolutely no pass rush. They, you know, were just letting the running backs and Lamar running them all day long. They were getting pushed around like little peewee football players. Um, the Ravens O-line just dominated. And uh, Joe actually brought up the stat that I was going to bring up, you know, no sack, no tackle for loss, no pass deflection. That's the first time all season the Giants defense has done that. And it's almost hard to do if you think about it to make no impact plays throughout the game. Um, you know, that's that's why they ended up putting up 27. And I'm surprised it wasn't more because the defense uh, really played poor. Uh, and the whole team did really. I, I just thought that Daniel Jones played well. And uh, I, I just want to say before we start thinking about the Eagles-Washington game on Sunday night, uh, we still have to take care of business. Uh, against the Cowboys, like Joe said, uh, they're a hot team right now. Ever since Andy Dalton's been back from COVID, their offense has gotten it rolling. And uh, this is a team that we haven't beaten in seven straight meetings. So, you know, as bad as it, as bad of a year as the Cowboys have had, you know, we can't take them lightly because we, we have to take care of our own business first uh, if we have to worry about being in the playoffs this year. All right, and we welcome on Trevor Keys from Keys to the City as well. But I'm going to kick it to you, Zay. Can't, what do you expect can't, from this game coming up with the Cowboys and the Giants? Let me be the first to say, I think I was the only one to pick the Ravens last week. But um, that being said, I don't remember anyone picking the Ravens. I believe Joe picked the Giants also to win the game for his pick of the week. But I could be no, wrong. I find, that hard to, I find that hard to believe. Though. I'm pretty sure. You almost, I'm pretty sure we can play the tape back. Pick the Giants. You did? What are you even talking about? I'm pretty sure he picked the Giants to win, but I, I got, maybe I read it. I'm that, was, that was probably the week before. Maybe it was the week before he's in that. Anyway, let me tell you guys, the Giants have reverted back to the Giants they were a couple of weeks ago, and they're a rebuild team. I don't know why you expect anything more, but they are in perfect position right now because – if they win, they make the playoffs, and you see improvement. If they lose and a couple other teams lose, they get the third pick in the draft. I see them in the perfect position. You, what better position could you want to be in right now? If you win, you're in the playoffs. If you lose, you get the third pick. And for you non-Daniel Jones believers, that could be Justin Fields. For some of you non-Daniel Jones believers. But as, like, I said, like I said, the Giants are what the Giants have been at the beginning of the year. They're a rebuilding team that's showed some improvements. And – Last week, you sh- they showed you again. They're a rebuilding team that needs improvement. All right. Now, um, 
Trev, what do you expect from the Washington Eagles games? And can Washington, can the Eagles give the Giants the help they need to get into the playoffs? I can't believe I got a root for the Eagles two straight weeks in a row. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had to root for for Dallas last week, and now I got a root for Philly? You guys are killing me. But, no, I mean, Washington, Washington's just Washington. I mean, they literally had it for the taken last week. It was literally on a silver platter. It was Merry Christmas, Washington. You're going to the playoffs. And my boy Dwayne Haskins struggled. And but that defense continues to show why they're one of the best and best defenses, best defensive lines, I should say, in the game. And their offense can't score. So it's on Jalen Hurts and that struggling offense as well to get it going. So it's a toss up. It doesn't matter what happens with the Giants and Dallas game. Washington wins. We're not talking about the Giants in Dallas anymore. We're talking about Washington in the playoffs, plain and simple. That's what it comes down to. And it's amazing that it's week 17. Think about this. Week 17 in the New York Giants. Yes, 5-10 and 10 still have a chance to miraculously make the playoffs. And I did say also that one team was not going to win more than six games. So it must be signs point to the New York Giants winning the NFC East for me. All right, Joe, what do you think of this matchup? Uh, first of all, I don't know what in God's good name Isaiah was saying, but now I'm glad aside. Um, I'm pretty sure y'all – I'm pretty – I got to go back and watch the tape. But anyway, I'm pretty sure some of y'all will agree that the Giants – I may have said I hope the Giants win. Yeah, I sure. certainly not picked the Giants to win. Again, I hope not neither. <laughs> I, I think I've explained each and every week that this team's failure to score points is is what makes them – not my pick. They don't score enough points to beat any of these teams. I mean, Dallas has been putting up like 30 points a game. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I mean, I, I don't expect the Giants to win this game at all. I hate to say that, but I really don't. I do agree with you on this, Isaiah. And Trevor and I had this conversation on Keys to the City the other day. Look, if this team finishes 5-11, and 11, it'll be disappointing, but it'll be what I expected. My best case scenario for this season, and Trevor can attest to this, I said, if they go 5-11, and 11, here's what I want to see, though. I want to know Daniel Jones could be the guy going forward. Check. I think that's that. I think it's obvious they need a number one receiver. I've been saying that all year. It's become very evident in the last three or four weeks. Evan Ingram's not good enough to be your go-to guy. You need a real number one receiver. The way the Giants get called for offensive pass interference, tell me anybody else get, gets called for as many offensive pass interference as the Giants do. They never get those calls down the field ever. But I think a number one receiver – uh, could put that to rest. As far as the defense is concerned, I mean, I love it. I think this defense is outstanding, and I think if the Giants can flip the script, get Saquon, Bar- uh, Saquon Barkley back next year and actually stay on the field for half the game, I think this defense takes care of itself. We obviously see the major need for a, a, an edge rush. So we know what the problems are. We see all the progress. Outstanding. That yes, the defense but I didn't, 100 yards didn't pick the Giants, in the though. first half. It was 100 rushing yards left in the first half. They couldn't cover the tight end all day. The tight end ate them completely alive. I don't even know how many. Uh, I don't even know how many yards he had, but I know he was well over 100. He ate that defense alive, no matter who they put on him. That defense is a lot worse than you're making them sound like they. They're yeah. not that good. I don't know what defense you're watching. Disagree. I, yeah, I do. I, I don't. I think they need oh, a pass 37 minutes. Back. I mean, 37 minutes and 71 plays. They need, they, How are you going to stop that? What? 
they, they, the team looked completely unprepared for the game. Did you watch the same game? Yes, yes. And so, I, and I and I told you guys this the other day in our in our text chat. The problem here, and and the the person I put this on is Joe Judge. I mean, all this team had to do was win a couple of games, and they were good to go. Instead, the offensive line turned into a, a, an absolute disaster. How did that happen? You fired Mark Colombo, and things slowly got worse to the point of the last two weeks. It has been a disaster. So this falls on Joe Judge in a big way. Give him a pass all you want, but how does this team not get up for any of these games? I mean, the defense been playing great all year. Again, another week where they knew it was going to be on them, and it was 18 minutes. The Ravens had the ball in the first half for 18 minutes. Give me a break. What, what do you expect this defense to do? This is on Joe Judge. You got to get this team prepared. Jace was like, oh, they'll be extra prepared. Whatever the hell that was supposed right, to be. They were they they were right. prepared. No, this this is on right. Joe Judge. And I'll tell you what, I know he's a rookie rookie coach, but he's got to start taking some responsibility for some of these stupid things that he's done. Because he's hurt this team a little bit in the last four or five weeks. It's almost like he was betting on Dallas. Like he betting on winning the Dallas game. Like they were prepared. <laughs> they can't prepare last week for that just to lose and move on to Dallas. That's what it looked like to me. And they wanted to get to Dallas. Well, I, I, I think if you look at it, <laughs> the Giants, they struggled. But at halftime, they, they came back and they played at least a little bit better at half. I think seeing that flip switch that last game, it wasn't like the two games prior where they just basically rolled over and died. So I, I, I see that on a little bit more of an upswing. That's why I'm taking them to get it done against the Cowboys this week. Jace, how are and they going to score? How are they going to outscore Dallas? How are they going to out? I, I think Daniel Jones is recovered enough coming into this week. He'll be able to be a little bit more Have you mobile. Talked to the medical personnel. You know that for a fact. No. He looked like, he looked like an extra truck. week of rest. An extra week of rest. Oh, extra he didn't week of rest. He played he hasn't his run, he hasn't run rest. In a month. How are you telling me he's hundred? He's going to be ready to go. He has a move. I'm not saying that. I'm going to say he's going to be a little bit better than the week before. That's oh, what I'm saying. What they need to do is they need to establish the run. You go back to the win streak. They were averaging over a hundred yards per game right, because the offensive line was blocking and making holes now they're not and now it's a problem yeah but they're they not even attempting runs like the 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 usage the carries for both goldman and uh, morris have gone yeah, down yeah I, the, the, the fact oh i don't know i'm sorry Sean. no i was just gonna no, no you go i, I just want to say fact of the matter if jones can't run that offense doesn't go that yes. offense goes with jones can run, and he can't I run know, i know they say he's 75 80 percent but when a guy that can move out of the pocket and use his legs just as well as his arm, to me, that's 50%. Plain and simple. So he's not 100%. I, and I said this when he first got injured, though. What did I say? A million percent. And you kind of correct me. But that's what I want. I want Daniel Jones at a million percent. But what does it also tell Giant fans that even Daniel Jones at, I don't know, 50 60% is still better than a Colt McCoy at 100%? It's, it's got to be something. I mean, that's concerning. Yeah. They're still going to go with a guy that's not 100%. Over a guy that has a veteran presence, that's I know he hasn't been in a lot of big games, but still, don't you want the guy that's 100% healthy? Right, and, and Trevor, he's been able to move the offense up and down the field. 
Like we've he's, got a, he's, he's not good. a good quarterback, but he's healthy and he can get them up and down does, the field. Exactly. We've been saying he does just enough to make the plays when asked. And that's all I need. I don't need I don't need Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen numbers or Aaron Rodgers numbers. I don't need that. All I need is just a, a nice balanced game where the running game's going. And I know it's hard to ask. The offensive line could get back to it was, but that's all I'm asking. I'm not asking for the guy to throw for 400 yards in a game. Like it's not going to be that way. But we just need to find some way. Whether and you don't think Daniel Jones, Jones can do that? Daniel Jones can't manage the offense this last week. Did he do it last against week? A, has, against yeah. a yeah. worse yeah. defense in yeah. the, the Cowboys defense. Cowboys defense is not as good as the Ravens was. Cowboys defense is terrible. Yeah, but the Giants have proven over the years we can't guard their offense. That's my problem. We I can't stop that offense against the Giants. I think we have a better shot this year. Again, at the end of the day, if the Giants can't move the football, it's over. The defense is out on the field for 40 minutes. There is a zero percent chance that the Giants win the football. Turn the channel and put on red zone if that's the case. Because it's going to be a long game. That's what I did last week. Guys, I got to be honest. I didn't really watch much of the game because they got out to a 14-0 lead. I'm like, here we go again. They had a nine-minute drive on the first drive of the game, Baltimore, right down. And what do the Giants do? They go a minute and a half, three and out. Nice. That That's going to get the job done against anybody. Even that garbage Dallas defense, that's going to get the job done. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's the quarterback. If the offensive line can't get anything going, if the running game can't get established, I don't care who your quarterback is. You're not winning the game. Plain and simple. It's silent. Did I, make I, I would say all those teams are have I mean, better defenses. Don't have better defenses. Than all those 100 points in the last three games. All those defenses are terrible. You got to take it into context, I think. So. Sure. Bang. 100 points. That's about 33 per game. Uh, so practice. say the Giants say the Giants keeping the twenty one. How do they how do they score twenty two? Are the Giants scoring twenty one points? Hey, you say that's by, terrible. Uh, rounded pound. You you say you say they're terrible defenses, but didn't the Giants lose to the 49ers when they were healthy? Yeah, yeah. Week week three. That's that's a long time ago. That's that's. But the Giants were healthy. There. They had a healthy team. The 49ers weren't even healthy. They're probably a much better team back then than they were now. And you think the Giants oh. are a better defense? You guys. The Niners are a better team now. I know. I didn't say they were a better team. No, I know. I did then. not say that. I did not oh, say that. Right, I did not say that. I did not say that. Okay. Do not quote me all for right. that. All all, right. all, hold on. One last thing. All I'll say is about the defense, and I, I'll agree with Joe. I know the defense has been struggling, but when you're on the field about like sixty percent of the time, it seems like, or a hundred percent of the time, it seems like, it doesn't matter what defense it is. They need rest, and your offense needs to get something going. And the Giants haven't been able to. Eight point seven points per game the last three games. That's not getting the job done. I know you can blame the defense. That's fine, but it's it all comes down to – I'm not saying the defense is amazing. I'm, I'm not saying that. There's a lot of work to do with that defense still. They're young. They got to get a pass rush. I've been saying it. And it doesn't matter. as If the defense could do all they want. If the offense can't get anything going, Zay, I know. it's going to be a long day. I think the bigger issue is if the Giants can't win with Daniel Jones not healthy, I think that's a bigger long-term issue than anything. Because he's proven that he can't stay healthy. And yes. quarter, yeah. good quarterbacks have proven that they can win when not healthy. Aaron Rodgers has gone out there and played hurt. Aaron, Tom Brady has played hurt. These, you know, big time quarterbacks have played hurt. If he can't do that, I don't see how he could be a big time quarterback in this league for longer. You're talking about Eli Manning never missed the game for the Giants. Never. Mm-hmm. 
We take that for granted as Giant fans now that we look at it. You're Two right. right. Wish we had Eli as a backup this year. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Captain Eve, baby. I don't know I why they didn't call him. I'm, he doesn't seem like he's doing if, much. Hey, guess what? You know if that would have if that happened, you know who he'd play in the first round? His good old friend, Mr. Tom Brady. And you know Brady would just love to see Captain E again. Well, Brady probably have COVID that week. <laughs> he probably have COVID that week. All right, but let's move on from Giants talk. Let's get into the CMG Sports Game of the Week. Dolphins at the Bills. So what do you think of this matchup? I think Josh Allen's the MVP of this league. I think he's a guy who's been underestimated all year. I think he's going to go in there and beat the Dolphins just to complicate their lives a little bit more. But this this Bills defense went through a little rough patch. They seem like they've got it together. I've been saying all year to me, Josh Allen's one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. And every week as we drop guys in and out of that list, the consistent ones have been Mahomes and Rodgers and Josh Allen. And they've won their games. They put up great numbers. If you take a look, uh, uh, I don't know which of the Keys brothers just shared this with me, whether it was Teddy or Trev. Um, Yeah, look at the numbers, man, that Josh Allen has put up this year and then consider what he does with his legs. Uh, This guy is an outstanding quarterback. That is a very dangerous football team. We just talked about it on Keys to the City, Trev, if you want to pick it up. We think that that might be the only team that has what it takes to go head-to-head with the, with the Chiefs. I Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, I know the, the NFC is just beating each other up because you just don't know. I mean, the Green Bay Packers look like they're taking advantage of it. But the Buffalo Bills, man, if, if you're not putting them into the discussion of Super Bowl tier, like winning the Super Bowl this year – then you're not watching the same thing. That Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, let me tell you, that's what a true number one can do for an offense. Look at Stefan Diggs, what he's done for that offense, and look what he's done for Josh Allen. He's elevated Josh Allen to a tier that we thought beginning of the year, coming into this year, we thought, oh no, is Daniel, I mean, is, I should say Daniel Jones, is Josh Allen going to be a franchise quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. We all had those question marks. Now all of a sudden we're like, hell, he's there for the next 10 to 12 years. He looks like he's going to be running the AFC East, not more anymore Patriots. Looks like the Buffalo Bills have something special going on. You can't discredit. This defense is playing better. It's not what it used to be. And the running game, if they could get Devin Singletary and Zach Moss going, this Buffalo Bills team can score with anybody. And I've seen the Chiefs. They looked a little eh, – they have some glaring holes – and offensively, losing Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for that Chiefs offense is huge. And it's going to show. And I can't wait to see if Buffalo gets to an AFC championship game because sign me up for the Buff. I know the Bills lost to the Chiefs in week six. This is a completely different Buffalo Bills team. They are clicking at the right time. And that's what you see two different teams. You see the Buffalo Bills going in the right direction. And you see the New York Giants, who we thought three weeks ago, they're going to get into their stride. They're going to get – they're feeling good about themselves. They're going the wrong way going into crunch time. The Buffalo Bills are going the right way. I think the Bills are going to win big this week, too. And I don't know about the – I'm sorry, Dolphins fans. I don't know if you're going to make the playoffs, that means then. Well, now let, let's talk a little bit about the Dolphins here, Sean. Uh, what do you think of Tua – I mean, he got benched and then Fitzmagic came in to end the game last week against the Raiders. What do you think of Tua going forward for these – Dolphins, can they get the win in Buffalo? Uh, I don't think that they're going to be able to get the win. Um, you know, I think the Bills, like they, uh, 
said are one of the better teams in the NFL. I think they're probably the second best team behind the Chiefs. But the Dolphins, you know, he's got to just be less hesitant. He's got to be willing to let the ball loose sometimes. Um, I think that's the problem. He throws way too many underneath throws. Um, he tries to have the safe checkdowns, and uh, it kind of holds back the Dolphins' offense at times. Obviously, they don't have great receivers to go make plays on the outside, but when a, when a player has a little bit of separation, you got to be able to fit it in there. And that's what Fitzpatrick uh, does for this offense. I think they needed that spark uh, in the game against the Raiders to go and beat them. So, I think I think Tua will be uh, better down the road. I think you know he's still adjusting to the NFL, obviously. But um, I I think right now you know they this is a must win for them, obviously, to get into the playoffs. Uh, their defense is going to have to show up. They have a great secondary with Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, so that's going to be a really good matchup. Them going against Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley, but uh, I think it's going to be a really exciting game. I, I think that the Bills will pull it out pretty close, I would say. But uh, the Dolphins definitely have a chance if uh, Tua, you know, lets it loose a little bit against this Bills defense and uh, if they can get some running game going too. All right, and I know, Zay, you picked the Dolphins as your best bet. Hmm. So what do you see? Boldness. I like it. Oh, his mic's my. Oh, your mic's muted. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, the best right. thing you said all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not definitely not boldness. I, I saw a report earlier that the Bills may bench a couple of players or they may play only the first half. So I'm, that's why I went with Miami, and that's, I believe Miami is just as good as a team. I mean, I, I mean, I believe the Bills are playing really, really good. I, I shouldn't say just as good as a team, but maybe a tier under the Bills. I do believe Miami is a top team in the AFC, though, or at least going to be one in the future. But right now, I believe if the Bills don't play that full roster, I believe Miami actually has a good chance of pulling this game out. So, and as like I said, it means more for Miami than it does for the Bills. The Bills already have locked up a playoff spot. They're already in. So it's more about Miami at this point getting in. Okay, all right. And now, Trev, you went with the Bills here. I picked the Bills to win this game. I, I really do like what the, I'm seeing with Josh Allen. I mean, I was thoroughly impressed. I've been thoroughly impressed since the past month or so with Josh Allen. He's been going on a tear. I know he had middle of the season, had a little rough patch, but he's been on a roll. MV, I mean, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers, I mean, we'd be talking about Josh Allen maybe as the front runner to an MVP coming into week 17. He's been that damn good. Stephon Diggs is going to lead the league in receptions and receiving yards. And that rushing game, like I said, the good thing is with the Miami Dolphins, I know it's crazy because they bench two or again, but having a guy like that relief guy in Fitzpatrick who can make plays, who's been there before, has been and like last week, that's one of the plays of the year. I don't care what anybody says. What he made last week against the Raiders – that's definitely one of the top five plays of the 2020 year. I don't care what anybody says. The Dolphins' defense, don't be careful. They're very, very good and underappreciated in this league. It should be a fun game. I do like this. both of these teams. It doesn't matter. If the Dolphins don't win, they're not making the playoffs or one of these games. There's five or six teams that are both at 10 and 5. There's going to be a team that's going to have 10 wins or even 11 wins and miss the playoffs. It's been that type of year. I bet all those teams are wishing – They'd be in the NFC East, though. That's for sure. <laughs> you're right. You're right with that. Now, Joe, for your best bet, you took the Packers over the Bears. I did. Real quick, though, I uh, want to point out two things. Uh, on Based on Zay's point, uh, Alandon Roberts is done for the year, the run-stuffing linebacker yep. for the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. And uh, to Trev's point, uh, Fitzmagic runs out every single year. That's um, true. And that I expect true. – I, ex I mean, he's not going to keep coming in like Mariano Rivera with these saves. So never know. He's fifth. You never know. You never know. You never know. But 
Come on, <laughs> but I'll tell you what. You don't have to understand, man. I'll music, tell you baby. what. Do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on that every single week. It, and yeah. again, it runs out every year. He always comes up a little short, and I think this is going to be one of those weeks. Now, on to my game. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Speaking of teams that are playing well at the right time, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams just got it going on. They've been able to get the run going a little bit the last few games. And I'll tell you what, the Bears are no slouch, but unfortunately they're not going to be within seven of the Packers. I think Mitchell Trubisky has earned himself an extension in Chicago. And uh, you guys been putting up 30 points a game five in a row. You got to be kind of envious of that kind of offense, you know? Which we got that offense, damn it. You got to be envious, man, of the, of the Bears' offense. Is as horrible as that sounds, but uh, the Packers the Packers are the best team in the NFC, and and uh, it's it's started to become a little more obvious week by week. That's ridiculous! I can't believe you said that. The envious of the Bears' offense. Who would have thought that? Chase, now you can thirty points a game. I'd love it. About the Bears to me, I take twenty a game. All right, you know what. I know Sean is looking for big scores. 15 points per game from the Giants. Double digits would be great. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Let's get the 15 this week. But, Sean, you think the Colts are going to score big against the Jags? Yeah, uh, it's a big number, so it's uh, a little bit scary. But I I believe in the Colts this week. Um, You know, they've been scoring a lot of points lately. T.Y. Hilton's got it going. And they've had a dynamic backfield with uh, Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, They're able to run the ball at will. And I think they're going to be able to do that against the Jags. Uh, The Colts are also a team that, you know, they're they're fighting for the playoffs. They're 10-5 and right now. So it's a must win. So I think they're going to go all out uh, to try and beat up on the Jaguars. And I'm sure most of the Jaguars players in the second half are going to be ready to go home for the season after a tough one in 15 years. So uh, I think the Colts will win by at least 14 here. On, don't forget, this is Jacksonville's only win back in week one. Just remember yeah, that. It's re- yeah, remember. The Jacksonville Jaguars were 1-0, and and then they decided to start Mike Glennon, and then it's been terrible. Uh, yeah, like, it's re- revenge time for the Colts. <laughs> They're pissed Mike about Glennon's it. Mike Glennon's a real oh, solid yeah. back. And then, oh, hold on. Before we get out of here, everybody <laughs> watch the Mike Glennon NFL highlights? <laughs> Me and Joe were here. They have those? Yeah, they yeah, have like minutes. It's like a two and a half long minute video, and it features mostly pick sixes. <laughs> oh, nice! That's terrible because he didn't play corner. That's very terrible. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a Jameis, Jameis highlight tape from last year. By the way, yeah. Sean, I can't wait till it's twenty one zero at half, and I'm going to text you. It's going to be twenty one zero Jags at half. Watch. No, it's just I, how, it, how no, crazy this year has been. Watch. No, in this NFL season, that's that's probably how. It's You're going to tell me you think the Colts are getting swept by the Jags this year? No, no, that's why I picked Colts. No, 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 no. I'm just saying saying with this year, with the way this year has been, it'll be 21 You never, yeah, they they win their first and last games of the season. uh, That'd be pretty Jags right there. (laughs) I'm going for my fantasy lock. I'm going with the Jets, and this is going to tie it. I mean, this is going to tie into my fantasy lock, too. But I'm going with the Jets plus three. I think they go on the road, they get the win. For the Patriots, because my man, my fantasy lock this week, Sam Darnold, he's playing for a job. He is playing for a job, and I expect him to come now here against this not so good. job's going to be at Brooks Brothers. I mean, no. I mean, would you take Justin Fields over Sam Darnold right now in the draft? No. No. 
You, you, so he's playing for he's playing for something. He he's playing to prove to everyone that he is there and he's going to be the guy because they, they lost out on Trevor Lawrence. So I'm going with the Jets to get the win against the Pats. <laughs> that would be so 2020. And the Pats don't even they, – they always lose this divisional game week 17. Look how many times they lost to the Dolphins. Are you really saying that the 17. Jets are going on a three-game winning streak? I would. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to be surprised. The Giants were on a five-game winning streak. It's, What's it's, all it's that big of a difference? It's possible. Yeah, 2020. Exactly. How I feel. They already <laughs> lost the the Trevor Lawrence lottery, but Joe. Joe I mean, hit me with your this fantasy lock next year to like fantasy <laughs> participation. This what is uh, my fantasy lock. Is this gentleman right here, oh, Alvin Kamara? Um, I've been, uh, I'm a big fan of this guy, you know, uh, Trev and I had talked about this on keys to the city the other day, the, the saints big issue when, uh, Drew Brees was out was Taysom Hill's game style just doesn't jive with getting the ball to Alvin Kamara. Kamara was seeing less than 10 carries a game. He wasn't getting the ball thrown his way. Drew Brees comes back and he puts up six touchdowns. I don't expect him to put up six every single week, but. Uh, they're going to ride that hot hand. We know what Drew Brees is capable of doing, and uh, it's getting the ball to Alvin Kamara, and I expect him to have another monster week. All right, all right, and Sean, my man, with the – I mean, that's that's the SpongeBob square pick of the night. I will happily take it uh, over the whole yeah. thing of the night. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to be SpongeBob? And you go with him. That, that's a SpongeBob square pick. If you would have picked him last week, it would have been a good pick. If I would have picked him last week, I wouldn't even let you pick this week. That would have been what I would have won. Okay. All right. I would have shut you down. You're not wrong. Tyrant. We'll, we'll see. But <laughs> I, I, I like Shawnee's pick. Dude, look, this show on. This show's like 25 more minutes. Can you pick a better fantasy lock? Yeah, for God's sakes, make us make it come on. End on a good note. 2020, for God's sakes. And that's something. Don't you want to score cool. double digits before the year is out? Like, seriously. I, you wanted to pick like, pick anybody. I, I scored any? double digits last time. Yeah, uh, who won? Oh, wait, wait, Jace. Did I win again? You did. Yeah, that's four or five weeks. No, not last week. Last week. I know, that's four or five weeks. Dude, he four picked Justin five. Herbert, and Justin Herbert has, like, a Baker and, Mayfield week. Yeah, and Jace has to wear my nice Ohio State scarlet red, baby. Yeah, I ordered it. it. That a boy. But, uh, all right, Sean, Sean, I like Sean's pick. He went out on a limb a little bit. My boy's really What you got? Yeah, he's uh he's been having a really underrated year. Uh, he's in you know the top ten in receiving yards. Uh, he's also had a lot of touchdowns. But just two weeks ago, he played the Buccaneers. Um, and he went off for thirty-two points. He had ten catches for one sixty-three and a touchdown. And uh, like I said, you know, with Julio Jones out uh, with his injury, I think he's gonna you know get a lot more of the targets. And I, I think that you know he's had a really incredible year. He's just been stuck on a, a bad Falcons team that hasn't uh, gotten the job done. But I think he's gonna have uh, another successful game against the Bucks like he did two weeks ago. Um. So, yeah, Calvin Ridley, let's get it done, brother. How is that not 
a SpongeBob square pants or whatever the hell you call it. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's he's not even the number one wide receiver on his team. Yeah. Julio Jones yeah. is out. And he's been their stud guy for weeks. He's like, he, I mean, what are you, he's having a career year. What are you even talking about? No, the number two. Julio's out. Okay. That's why he's getting 10 catches a game. He's going to be, Julio's yeah, out. But he's also he's only been the last couple weeks. Yeah. Sean, this is fantasy locks. Pick your pick. This is fantasy locks. Pick your pick. This is fantasy locks. You want to win. Don't pick nobody to lose because of them. You want to win. You want to win with him? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You want to win with him? Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you he's going to win it this week. He's going to win it big because the Browns may never be here again. That's right. They may never be on this stage where they are one game away from the playoffs. And Why, you think they never get into the playoffs again? Not if Odell's back next year, but uh, no. Nah, um, okay. Excuse me. I like no, nah, but I do believe this is a big game for Baker Mayfield. I think a lot of critics will be out on him if he doesn't win this game. So I think he's going to come into this game extra pumped. I think he's going to turn it up. I think he's going to turn. He turned up. He's been turned up the last couple of weeks, and I think it's going to continue. Him and that run game have been awesome for them. So give me Baker this week for the win. There's no excuse for the Browns to lose this week. Plain and simple, there's no excuse. Mason Rudolph's playing a quarterback. They should win and take care of business. Jace, if you wanted to pick Mason Rudolph, I would be all right with that. For God's sake, you picked the New York Jet guy. Twice. Hey, I mean. I won twice. And Sam Darnold picked Cam Newton. Sam Darnold's a better pick than Cam Newton. Wait, in Jason defense, Belichick says Adam Gase is that's a gonna be the great best coach, and he's a great offensive mind. So that's probably why Jace is taking Sam Darnold this week. Jace, if you got the Belichick seal of approval. If you pick Graham Gano, I would be happy with that. Wow. Nah, dude. Wow. He's going to have more points than freaking Sam Darnold. He's probably going to have more points than the Giants. No, exactly. he won't. Giants are going to win 15 to 14. He's going to have 15 no. points. He's going to hit all five field goals. That's right. Okay. Better. Well, who's your fantasy lock? You and Ovi both picked Lamar Jackson, Trev. Oh, I didn't know Ovi picked Lamar, too. Oh, man. Oh, man. Stop playing. You know you two made the same pick last night together. I had no idea. No, I did not. I didn't know. The last time I had this was with Derrick Henry, and I gave it to Joe, and then Derrick Henry rushed for 3,000 yards. I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson still because I think he's playing out of his mind right now. And then I, I know the Cincinnati Bengals have won two straight games in a row. But – Let's not forget, this guy was the MVP last year. He was 23. He's only 23. His completion percentage last five games, 67%, 882 yards. And by the way, he's going to rush for another 1,000 yards. I expect him to torch the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend and get the Baltimore Ravens back into the playoffs as one of the most dangerous teams in the AFC this year. All right, and we're going to end the show. Joe? Can... Don't be excited, Jace. What? Jace, I'm so excited. excited. What? Jace, it's the last show of 2020, baby. No, yes, yes, yes. Wait, I have a what? question for Trevor Keys, who Wait. I noticed uh, enjoyed a, was enjoying his dinner when the show started. <laughs> Does anybody else have the feeling there's a young lady sitting on the other side of his camera, like on a there's, date with him right now? I was waiting for him to grab some wine. Here. That's what that's me too. I feel like he's gonna cheers this girl in a minute. I got the Italian dressing. 
I had a nice water bottle. I had some food. I had, mm -hmm. I had my salad. I had broccoli. I got to get the protein, baby. I thought Teddy was going to walk up to the table with no shirt on no. and an apron and like <laughs> Ted, up two plates. Work. I, I have no, I repeat, there is no female in the same room as me right now. <laughs> Sounds like you had steak and wine over there with a female cutting it up. And, mm. Do I now? Do I, I wish you absolutely? But that's another story. All right, but uh, oh, before we come on, guys, 2020 is coming to an end. Aren't you guys like? Sad? No, Hey, but there could 2021 could start off on a good foot with the Giants making the playoffs. And before we sign out, well, Joe, are the Giants gonna make the playoffs? No. No, <clears throat> and it's okay. Like I said, I, I, I saw what I needed to see out of this season. I think at this point it's best to get the higher draft pick, let you, you know, hopefully get the guy that you want. I think you get Saquon back. Again, I feel comfortable with Daniel Jones. It's the make or break year three for him. So he's going to have to go out there with, with a team that hopefully they go out and get him a pass rush. They get him a real number one wide receiver. I don't care who they draft or who they sign a free agency, but those two issues need to be addressed. And if they do, I think that this team wins the division next year uh, and, and, and is an actual contender. And as Isaiah said, look, it is a rebuilding team. And – you know, I had disagreed with Teddy the other day, uh, Trev, when he was calling it fool's gold. I don't think it was that. I think that ultimately the idea that this team built around an offense on Saquon Barkley, you just, there was nobody good enough to be in that role. It's not Wayne Goldman. It's not Lewis. It's not Morris. I mean, each of those guys does something similar to Saquon or has maybe one of Saquon's many features, but nobody could fill that role. The, the glaring weakness at, at the wide receiver position and the fact that Evan Ingram, whenever whenever Daniel Jones needs to make a completion, that's who he looks to, and far too often this guy drops the football. They're going to have to get that addressed and figure it out in some way, shape, or form as well. But I don't want to see the Giants win this week. I'll sit there. I watch them get destroyed by the Ravens till the bitter end of the game, and I'll do it again. I'll do it again this week. I hope it's a close game. I hope Daniel Jones plays well. I hope he can move around the pocket. I hope he can run a little bit. I'd love to see him have one last really good game, put up some numbers. But I think at the end of the day, I think Dallas's offense is too good. I think Andy Dalton, and I was hopeful when uh, Dak first went down. I'm not hopeful, but I thought this is a good backup to have. You know, he's no Mike Glennon, Trev, but he's as solid a backup as about Mike Glennon, for God's sake. I'll Come on. Anyway, you want to put back up on your team. Andy Dalton is better than Colt McCoy, obviously. And and it shows. And Is he, though? Is he? Yes. Could Dalton beat the Seahawks when it mattered? I don't know. Again, Colt McCoy yeah. is an excellent backup quarterback, and he'll serve the Giants well in that role going forward. But it, who's going to start and win a big game? I would put some money on Andy Dalton if I had to. I wouldn't, and I won't, but that's where the smart money would go. I think you're living in the past of Andy Dalton, but whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, he never won a playoff game. What so. the hell was that? What he never won. I said, no, I said, I think he's still living in the past with Andy Dalton. He never won a what playoff game, but he got there every year. He literally no, got to playoffs no, every he year. Was, and he also said he's playing well enough that he, he I mean, he's I don't, playing well. I don't, I don't think he's better than Colt McCoy. I don't think he's a better backup than Colt McCoy oh, I think right now. Currently, I like, right now, I don't think. Absolutely. I don't think so. Yeah. Currently, right now. I would no, take I Andy Dalton 10 times out of 10 times. 
I think Cole McCoy moved better than him. He's been moving. He he moved pretty well in the offense, considering he's not a mobile quarterback. He looked pretty well out there when he was playing. Andy Dalton has put up 100 points in the last three weeks. Tell me he's not. I understand that, but I still don't believe. I believe that he – it's the weapons that they have. It, there. Yeah, it also helps. I could go there and go for 30 yards with those receivers. Those guys it are fucking monsters. When he has a great running back, like, I'll, Jay, I'll agree with you on this one. I do agree with that in the sense that look at the offense that he has. It helps to have an offense. I don't know. If Andy Dalton was with the Giants right now, it'd probably be the exact same thing we're seeing with DJ terrible. and um, McCoy. Yes. It wouldn't be anything special. But when you got have guys like Dalton Schultz, you have CeeDee Lamb who's flourished, Amari Cooper. Amari I know Cooper. they fought Zeke, but Zeke hasn't done much. Michael Gallup. I mean, Pollard, Michael yeah. Gallup would be instantly the Giants' number one receiver, and he's a number three in Dallas. And I think their line is better, slightly better than the Giants' line right now. I don't think, you know, they're, they're the line of pass. And that's you know, a lot from the depleted the, offensive line. Yeah. You know, Cowboys. So, I, 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 I just want to be clear on something. I, I, just, I, I need to be clear on something. So, if a quarterback has weapons and he is able to hit those weapons and utilize them, he's not a good quarterback. Is that did I get that right? No, no, no that's I'm, not what we're saying. We're saying that he has more of that to work with, with in his situation than what McCoy has. And it makes, it's simpler for him to do what he's been able to do with that offense. If he was with the Giants, it'd be very similar to watching DJ and Colt McCoy in the sense of he'd be struggling. He'd be getting sacked. He wouldn't be having no run game. And he doesn't have the weaponry like the Cowboys do. And I think we can all agree with that. That's all we were trying to say. We weren't, we weren't trying to. Yeah, bring it on. Let's go. Bring us. Think of something. Let's go. I think that's an absurd thing to say. Andy Dalton took his team to the playoffs seven years in a row. And he didn't win any games, but he got there seven years in a row. What are you talking about? You know who, you know who doesn't go to the playoffs seven years in a row? Bad quarterbacks. I, I mean. I can't even believe we're having this conversation. Again, again, we're going to argue. We're going to argue an hour from now about the fact that Mac Jones is the Heisman winner because he has weapons. I I mean, that's an absurdly stupid thing to say. I never said he wasn't a good quarterback at any point. I just said currently, at the moment, I think McCoy is a better quarterback. I just think Dalton is in the better situation. That's why he looks better. I didn't say that Andy Dalton was a terrible quarterback his whole career. I'm just saying, at the moment, Dalton is in the better situation. I mentioned he's lost seven playoff games again, though. Oh That's God. what you're insinuating, that he's not a good quarterback. Oh, my God. I never said yeah. – well, What's your insinuation, then? What you you brought it up twice already that he that he lost all, all seven playoff games. So okay, what's, yes, what's, he lost what's all the point you're getting at? My point is he isn't great, but he's a, he's a good quarterback. You bring it up that he's been to the playoffs, like he's that, that makes someone great because they make the playoffs. But making the playoffs every year, the seven years doesn't make you great. It makes you a good quarterback. Take your team to the playoffs seven consecutive. Why don't you look that up and see how many quarterbacks have done that in history? And he has been to the playoffs like three or four times. I, I'm pretty sure there was a break in between there, too. That's what I'm saying. I don't saying. think there was. He was only there for seven years. So that could go look it up, Joe. I don't want to argue about Andy. I don't give a crap about Andy. Dalton. I don't either. I can't believe we spent six minutes talking about Andy Dalton. <laughs> I don't better. care. He's not better than McCoy right now. He's just in a better situation. All right. That's, that's, Imagine that's, if it was Gary Sanchez's argument now. Oh, no. no. Oh, stop it. Hey, my man Reggie stop Jackson's on, on Gary Sanchez, too. I think Reggie knows a little more than you. 
Reggie, about, go, to, about Reggie go to sleep. Go to sleep. Jeez. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> I'm sending you a Reggie bar for Christmas. <laughs> I love it. Oh my You still owe me a shirt I have to wear. That's right. Uh, well, I'm going to wait for probably, the inauguration. You should, probably, you should probably do that real soon because the next day after the inauguration, I won't be here anymore. So. Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> what, what does that mean? <laughs> I won't be in the state of Connecticut anymore. Oh, look at him moving on up. Just me. All right. Just me. Breaking This news. drawing about the G-Men was brought to you by Clovercrest Media Group, CMG. Make sure you go to CMG Media, clovercrestmedia.com uh, to look at all the other podcasts, multiple ones. CMG Sports has Keys to the City, Posting Up Pod, uh, Roll Call, bunch of great sports, bunch of great podcasts. Check it out. As well as, obviously, coming up right after this, we got all four downs with our boy Ovi. <laughs> One for everybody. One for everybody that did good tonight. Joe, who did good tonight, Joe? Who did good tonight? I'll be handing out Reggie bars after the show. <laughs> it's four of us. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Red Sox fan. I don't want one. Oh, I'm a Red fan. You can keep it. All right. You weren't getting one. Oh, <laughs> uh, for right. myself, just Joe Wire, Sean Scanlon, King Zay, and thank you for joining us, Trevor Keys. Thanks, guys. Happy New Year. Have a happy New hey, Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. We'll see you next Wednesday. See you next Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Kobe. Well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, Devil Woman. Speaking of those Lakers, but I hold on, fun. But I didn't make my. I didn't make I said Denver's gonna win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clubber Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere.